the college football experience, Sunbelt and Mac conference preview episodes on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Right, we are back, and it is time. I know people probably saying, "Hey, hey, I, you know the max fun and all," but <laughs> let's get to the Sun Belt already, damn it! Yes, the brand new Sun Belt will be kicking off, and uh, when I when I think of like what things make me really excited about this college football season, I know yesterday if you caught our show yesterday, when we previewed the big 12 and, and pac 12 and the independents, I said, the independents are very interesting to me this year. They really are. And I'm not normally a guy who really dives into the independents. Um, well, I mean, I, I watched the games, but I just, it's not my cup of, it's not my favorite. I think that and the, the brand new Sunbelt are really what has me. I mean, I, I, next year I'm very excited about the new big 12, yeah. but for, but man, I really like what the Sunbelt did this off season adding these teams and kind of building it. Their MO is like, yeah, we don't give a shit about we're the opposite of the conference USA where we are playing games, you know, uh, Western Kentucky playing all the way at UTEP. You know what I mean? And like we're not just going to go after big media markets. We're not going to go after big cities. We want passion. We want you the know, heart the, the, of college yes, football. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So uh, I really love, they added this off season. If you were, if you were not tuning in Southern miss, uh, the original Boise state as my Southern miss fans will tell me they added. Uh, so Southern miss comes in from the CUSA. Uh, then they went out and got the James Madison Dukes from the FCS who they've been like a blue blood since the fucking eighties. Right. So they also co- Patty sees alma mater. So yes. uh, good for the podcast as well. Now I must explain James Madison is going to be playing a conference schedule. We have a win total projection, but they are not eligible to win the Sun Belt in year one next year. They will be. Is um, this something crazy where they only play like 11 games also? Yeah, they only play 11 games this year, and that should be noted on the win total projection. Uh, they also added the Old Dominion Monarchs down there in, in Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, and then they added, I think, the bi- probably the biggest piece to me. Well, I don't know. I like Southern Miss a lot, but the Marshall Thundering Herd. Uh, yeah. Love their fans there in Huntington, West Virginia. A, a rich program. Uh, so. Let's hop into it because the just like the uh, the Mac West, well the Sun Belt East, buckle up. Long, I mean, look, brutal. There's no odds for James Madison to win the Sun Belt East because they can't. But they're a good football team, and you look at this 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 uh, division. The favorite, the odds-on favorite, is the Appalachian State Mountaineers at plus one forty to win the division. Coastal Carolina is right behind them at plus three hundred. Marshall right behind them at plus three twenty. Georgia State plus 
450 after that. And then old dominion at plus 1800 and uh, Georgia Southern at plus 4,000. Oh man. I mean, uh, this conference, I would say, say that the top four have a realistic, have a realistic chance. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm high on ODU what they're doing here, but they're a couple years away. I th- I both think we're, we're not very high on Georgia Southern whatsoever. I think they're probably going to be, the, uh, they're going to be the worst team in the East. Yeah. Maybe the worst team in the whole Sun Belt, and then James Madison can't. So, well, t- but uh, James Madison wanna- is going to be a thorn in all these teams' side. I really believe the the style of football James Madison plays. Now, I know they've recently got really hit by the transfer portal, and uh, and uh, I think their safety retired the other day. But I do think they're going to be like if you, uh, paying attention to the schedule here, you say, "Oh, the James Madison's the team from the FCS." I I would not be surprised if they ruined a couple teams' seasons at, Agreed. at you know at them potentially playing in the Sun Belt Championship. And you know what? I think GBO Farms is still mad that you guys haven't dropped the, t- the Tennessee preview yet. It's coming, is buddy. He, Look, I could do this one. Uh, he's, he's been patient. Okay, <laughs> give the man what he wants. You, you got to understand. This is my logic here. All right, and this is why they were lapped over for a little bit. First off, I was trying to get a guest on. That I had a guest. It wouldn't wasn't working out schedule wise. I'm still trying oh, to to, Alan to do Cooley. <laughs> well, no, I, I should hit up Alan Cooley or GBO Farms, but uh, then I thought, well, uh, you know, I was doing these other previews, but I did those solo. Tennessee deserves to not be done solo. Mm. It should have a guest. There you know, you if I do Temple, I can do that solo. You know, which because, is the next one that comes out. The shit about Northeast football. Agreed. Well, no one at, at the link. No one cares. All right, they care about the <laughs> Eagles. All right. So uh, yeah, it's coming, buddy. It's coming. We appreciate you, but let's talk. Look, you're going to be in uh, if he, if he's in Knoxville or wherever he's at in Tennessee, right over the, those, those Rocky, those, what are those mountains? They're not Rocky mountains. What's, what's the, the mountains, Appalachian mountains. Appalachian mountains. I'm like, talking I about mean, upstate shit. The wonderful, yeah, the wonderful <laughs> town of Boone is that you, you go about 20 minutes and you're in Tennessee. Uh, that's so what yeah. I'm saying. So, so his second favorite team, we should lobby already should be the Appalachian state Mountaineers. Correct. That's probably the closest, the closest uh, group of five besides middle Tennessee and middle Tennessee stuck in the CUSA. Smoky mountains are a little bit further down from Boone. They're the more, more, uh, you know, Southern North Carolina, Tennessee border, but close enough, Joe. Uh, well, I, so what, what the hell are we talking about here? We're talking Sunbelt East uh, app state is loaded this year. The only yes. thing that catches my eye on App State is the fact they play at Brook Stadium, followed by the trip to Marshall, two yes. weeks in a row. I, I I think App State's probably the best team, like actual football team, but I do think that could be tricky. That could be all the difference if Coastal gets that tiebreaker, and App falls. Say App loses both those road games. At See, coastal, I'm not as high Marshall. on coastal this year, though. I'm not as high. A coastal just is a little bit rebuilding. Look, I know Grayson McCall's awesome, and and he can take it far, but yeah, they have to replace a lot of people. So I think coastal is going to be. They're going to be good this year. Who's the best quarterback bowling. in the conference? It's it's Grayson McCall. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So yeah, that, for sure. that that's so a that little can bit win of, you a yeah. couple games where maybe they shouldn't. But um, I think if you look at App State, other than those two back to back road games, the other two in conference. At Texas State, at Georgia Southern, that's easy. So I think they can afford to drop one of those road games at Coastal, at Marshall, and still win the East fairly easily. Um, 
They get the yeah. bye before okay. Georgia State on a Wednesday too. I will say this. Well, I think Georgia State's gonna have a bye too because it's a Wednesday game. So that, you know. Yeah, but I'm no, saying nobody's gonna be playing five days before. Well, I would still like to have a bye before hosting Georgia State. Sure. Um, sure. I, I think the sneaky game is the Troy game. They get Troy right after A and M. A and M could be a body blow. Yeah. Uh, so watch out for that Troy game at Kid Brewer. But yeah, App State the favorite. Um, and then I, if you're looking at a over under for App State, we can you know, stay on them for for one more second. I'm smashing an over. Uh, you know they've won at least nine regular season games in three state in three straight years. Throw out COVID. Uh, and then, you know, even if they lose to both UNC who they get at home and a and M you know, that affords them to, to lose one, one more in conference game and they still go nine and three. Uh, and if they happen to beat one of those power five schools, which app state has a history of doing that, as we all know, then, you know, then they're a double digit win win team and and you 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 clear the over pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, build me the case on the four losses. North Carolina, A&M ha- would have to be if they're going to hit the under. They would have to lose those two, I would think. And then Coast, Coastal and Marshall, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Th- those would be those would be the most obvious four. Yeah, I think that's a pretty solid lock and I think our locks episode might be covering uh App State on the over. Let's talk though. I know you're skeptical. I I see I'm a believer and what Jamie Chadwell, I think Jamie Chadwell is the best coach in this conference. And mm. I think even though he lost a ton of production, I was just watching the Ravens game in the other room. And I saw Isaiah likely catch, catch a nasty, a nasty pass uh, in preseason. I know they lost a, a lot of pieces, but if there's anyone that can rebuild this thing, I think on the fly, I do think it's Jamie Chadwell. And I think that gives them a, a, a decent shot to win the Sun Belt Now, I will say when I look at the road schedule, it's tougher than app States. In my opinion, within the conference, that is um, getting Georgia state at Georgia state at the uh, center park stadium where, uh, where Terry Pendleton used to hit dingers um, and then traveling to ULM. Okay. That the ULM game's easy. We think, although they were much better than what we thought last year yeah. at Marshall at Virginia. I'm sorry. Well, Virginia's at a at a conference, but at Marshall, at JMU, I see is tough spots. So to me, three of the four road games, I think, are tough spots. When you look at App State's schedule, they don't have that uh, within the conference. In my opinion, they have two tough road games. I think it's right. a little bit harder of a road, but that's why it's so important to me that on Thursday, November third, Coastal Carolina knocks off Appalachian State because it will give them still the tiebreaker. If they do end up with the same record, I, I, I tend to, I'm going app state to win. I'm going chalk, but I, I could totally see Jamie Chadwell, uh, you know, playing, getting, you know, having this team better than what you, than what we think. And that's why I'm on the over with coastal Carolina. I know you're not right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm going to go under maybe surprisingly. And look, I like coastal. They're my second favorite team behind app. I know it's hard. I, can't really like both of them, but I do. So just it's like Patty C like in UVA and Virginia tech. Yeah, I know. I know. But I spent (laughs) a lot of time at, you know, both, you know, Conway area, Myrtle beach area, and also in the mountains. So give me a break. Uh, But uh, you know, last year I thought there was a couple games where they didn't quite look right. I know they went 10 and two and their two losses are a combined five points, but you know, they just barely beat South Alabama in overtime. Uh, just barely beat Northern Illinois in the bowl game. 
the game, the game at Buffalo against a bad Buffalo team. They almost lost that. They won 28 to 25. Uh, so I don't know. There was a couple of question marks last year and uh, they only returned 36% of their production from a year ago, which ranks 129th in the country. So they got holes to fill everywhere. Usually that's not good playing army week one. I mean, it, it, the, the one good thing is that you have time to prepare for the triple option. Yeah. But you got a bunch of, you know, green defensive linemen, green linebackers. I don't know if you can replicate army's offense in practice. So I think that's a huge game. Actually. I think if, if you're looking at a win total, you know, and, and you're on the over, I think you have to have them going three and oh out of conference or I'm sorry. Winning the first three games, which yeah, are out of conference. Yeah, games. about to say. I mean, I, but here's the thing. Tell me the one flat out loss on that schedule. I think they have a couple tricky games, especially a southern team from the beach playing at James Madison. In, I agree. In late November. I agree. Uh, I think they're going to lose that game. But at Marshall, I think is a very tough game. I think, I think App beats them too. I think App's just better this year. Um, we'll see. I know that's first off, I'll be at that game. Um, and I know it's, it's in Conway, so it could go either way, but I, I think, at, I think at beats him there. So that's three or four losses right there. Honestly, I think they probably go eight and four. And I think that's a good year and, and maybe the, you know, the, uh, total pushes, but I, I, that at Georgia state game, I'm, I think I'm a little bit higher on Georgia state than you. I think they might drop that one as well. Uh, I'm going to tell you this, buddy. I think they might, I think they might beat app, but still lose in the pecking order because I just think those road tests are pretty tough. Um, but I, I I do like the over, I think this team, Grayson McCall, how about this from quarterback continuity in this, in this division, there's a lot of newcomers Centeo to JMU, let alone their jump to the FBS, Georgia Southern's abandoning their option attack. Uh, they brought in Buffalo's quarterback Kyle Van Treese with Clay Helton, a brand new coach. Uh, Old Dominion, we think they might go with uh, the, the the their freshman that started the the final five games of the season last year. But they have DJ Mack, and they also brought in Brendan Clark, a Notre Dame transfer. Then you have Georgia State, who seemed like they found their guy last year. It seemed like that yeah, you know it Darren worked Granger. out, and, and they found their guy. Marshall's bringing in Henry Columbi from Texas Tech. Uh, besides Chase Bryce, who I like at App State, I think Grayson McCall. He's going to be a third-year starting quarterback yeah. in that system. Telling you, give me the over on the shot to clears. Marshall, though, is kind of the team that I think it's hard to get a gauge on because Henry Columbi comes in from Texas Tech at the quarterback spot. In a way, he's certainly more athletic than Grant Wells. So it'll be interesting to see how he'll be in this offense. I think Wells might be a little bit. I don't know. I think that. It's going to be interesting to watch. What do you make of the thundering herd? I went the under, but they're kind of the team that maybe I could be misreading. I went over. I think I'm a little bit higher in Marshall than you. Now, when I wrote uh, the column uh, previewing uh, the Sun Belt, it was probably two months ago. It was in June. And at that point, it was six and a half wins. And I liked that a whole lot better than seven. But still, I mean, if I like the over six and a half, then what the worst thing I can, I can do is push. If they go seven and five, uh, I think Marshall could be very good. I mean, last year was year one for Charles Huff and uh, they finished with a seven and five record and they had very close losses to app to ECU to uh, middle Tennessee. I mean, you know, win a couple more of those and, and we're, you know, 
flirting with double digits. And I think there's a nice base of wins on this year's schedule, even if they, they do have to play, you know, at Notre Dame, for example, but they get Norfolk state and Gardner Webb. Well, that's two wins right there. I actually do like their road schedule in the conference. You know, I know you're in the middle of going through the schedule. I don't mean to cut you off, but no, I'm saying like, but besides the Troy game going to JMU is winnable um, at old dominion at Georgia Southern, they kind of have the easiest road schedule. I just think they also draw, they draw Troy from the, uh, in Louisiana, which I think is the tough draw there, you know, getting Troy yeah, yeah, and Louisiana from the West within the East, the toughest opponents in the division, coastal Carolina, app state, Georgia state. They're all in Huntington, West Virginia, which is a tough place to play. They should be able to probably win two of those I'd say. And if they can, you know, knock off if they're two and one against the be- the better opponents within their division, then they certainly have a chance to win it. And they bring in the uh, I know they have some stud running backs with Ali back, and they bring in that that former five star. Um, ah, man, I I just thought when I looked when I looked at the schedule here, seven wins for Marshall. I had Notre Dame as a loss. I had Troy as a loss. I had one of the Louisiana or at JMU games as a loss. That's three. And then I thought they would lose to either coastal or app and or, and that's me being generous with the Georgia state game on the final game of the year, which I think is kind yeah. of a 50, 50 game. Well, I mean, it's not all rosy over in Huntington because they do have to completely retool their offensive line. I think they only bring back like maybe two starters or something. And uh, this defense was not good a year ago. Well, I should say they, they were a very good pass defense. They were awful against the run. What does the Sun Belt East do well? Run. App State, big time running team. Georgia State, big time running JMU. team. JMU. JMU yeah. is very Even physical. Georgia you Southern got, was. I mean, you got Coastal Carolina yeah. and their, you know, spread run attack. Um, so yeah, I think uh if they don't if they don't fix that run defense, then then maybe I'm wrong with an over. I find it interesting that Marshall's odds plus three twenty to win the the Sun Belt East. But yet their win total is lower than Georgia State's. Uh, Georgia State is plus four fifty to win the Sun Belt East. Uh, I that's got to be the out of conference. But I think Georgia State's challenged themselves a bit. Let's talk a little bit about the Panthers. Uh, man, I I know you're higher on this team than me. I just think their schedule. I actually like this team. I just think the schedule is is tough for them. I think schedule they get, is tough. I think they have a lot of uh, getting Army right after Coastal Carolina. Two different variations of the option. They, they, they're at West Point. They're at Williams Bryce taking on South Carolina. They're at Kid Brewer. They're at uh, Hattiesburg. They're in Bridgeforth. I mean, how many road games is that? <laughs> six? Is that six or seven? What am I? Uh, yeah. Three, four, five, six. Uh, they do get UNC at home, though. I, I think uh, what the, the interesting thing about their schedule is that the first two games can they knock off either South Carolina or North Carolina? Uh, it's very possible. Hell, they don't they have an FCS, dude. That that's what I mean. They don't have an FCS. True. Um, I I think this schedule is too tough. I'm on the yeah. Younger. I mean, you got yeah. at South Carolina, at Army, North Carolina, and Charlotte. That that is by far the toughest uh, out of conference schedule in the Sun Belt. But if you look at last year, this is a team that started off one and four, but they won seven of their last eight games, including a, a bowl win and. 
a lot of that was because they benched Cornelius Brown the fourth and they brought in Darren Granger and the offense just took off. The ground game is fantastic with uh, Tucker Gregg and Jameis Williams. The offensive line should be one of the best in the league. And the defense was very good last year. And they return 80% of the production of that defense. So I think this is a, a, a team that almost won at Auburn. I think they could be really good. I do too. I think I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be shocked if they upset South Carolina week one. I just think, man, it's too tough. It's too tough of a schedule. And I hate the fact if you're a Georgia State fan, they get at JMU and at Marshall the final two games. There's a place they're gonna be cold as shit in late November. Uh, that that I'm doesn't bear well for I'm them. S- I'm certainly not betting the over with Georgia State because you're right, the schedule is too tough. But I just got a feeling that they're gonna get there. They're gonna upset some folks. And uh, this could be their best year in, in, in quite some time or maybe ever. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, not like they have a long history. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like what, what uh, the coach is doing down there. What Elliot, I always get Sean Elliott and Sean Clark confused. Um, Cause they, what Elliot played at app state. That's what confuses me. Right. I, right. So, so he coached there previously. Um, well, you know what? And I just mentioned that, that Georgia state might have the toughest out of the conference schedule. Well, bring up, uh, Old Dominion next because <laughs> perhaps they do. Yeah, well, Old Dominion, and I just think I this is another thing. If you if you I have faded the teams, I think with the exception of Southern Miss, um, the the CUSA teams joining the Sun Belt. I think the the physicality, the, the Sun Belt, uh, the CUSA is like a pass happy offense. I feel like like you know each team's like Bailey Zappy throwing seventy touchdowns. Yeah, you have your UAB that that's kind of a physical ground and pound team, but like UTEP. Kind of a finesse team. Rice sucks. Uh, Florida Atlantic, I feel like, kind of a finesse team. Um, Charlotte, a finesse team. I think when you tr- make this transition to the Sun Belt, it's going to be a little bit of a uh, you know a little bit of pain because they run the rock. Um, ODU at a conference, home to Virginia Tech, at East Carolina, at Virginia, and home to Liberty. It's tough. It's That's right there tough. with Georgia State. Yeah, right. They, they they don't have an FCS either, so. Um, I don't think they're contenders in year one. I mean, I took the, uh, I took the and, under here and then, I mean, go ahead. So I've kind of went back and forth on this. Their schedule is really tough in, in conference. They play at coastal at Georgia state at app, even at South Alabama to finish it up. It's a second of a back to back against maybe a, an improved Jaguar squad. Um, I went back and forth when I wrote the column, I went under. Today I, I chose over. I think they're going to surprise a couple of people and, and probably get to five wins uh, because they do have a lot returning. I think the offense is going to be very good, but uh, it's a tough schedule. And I don't know. You're are, are, how confident do you feel about your under? I, I just think it's too. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it because of the places they have to go to. You know, at East Carolina, at Virginia. Well, I mean, Virginia is not a toxic place. I just think that Brandon Armstrong probably poses a huge threat to that defense. Uh, then at coastal at Georgia state at app state, you're getting all the best teams on the road. And I even think the home games are tricky. And I see GBO farms in the chat saying, do I really think JMU is going to be that competitive this year? I do. Uh, I mean, JMU is a, they, they have been a very worthy uh, FCS team. If you, if you track them recently, I think the last time they played a power five they uh, were in Raleigh at NC state and there was a one score game. I think like they, they were driving, they threw a pick, I think inside the 10 yard line as they lost that beat Virginia tech at Virginia tech, beat beat East Carolina at East Carolina, beat SMU at SMU, 
they they are good. Now I will say this: they keep getting plucked apart late in the transfer portal cycle. Like they lost their best defensive player to Texas uh, in late May, like the, the probably a couple days before June. That was that was a huge hit. They also lost. I think that the very next week, their corner, their starting corner, went to West Virginia. They just had a safety quit the team. So they had and their their wide receiver, their star wide. I went to South Carolina. They are replacing a lot, but I just think winning culture, man. They've been winning for a while, a while, and I think those fans shell out. I think they'll have a legit good home home field advantage when hosting these other teams. Um, I also just like you know their their size and athleticism. I don't think they're going to get pushed around too much. Like a lot of times, that's what you see a team that jumps up. You know, they might have a, a decent quarterback or some receivers, but like in the trenches, they can't hang. I think JMU can hang in the trenches. Uh, I still like the under on JMU. I, I do too. I I changed. especially with eleven games, but um, if they're going to be, I, I do think JMU is going to be tough. But I think they're going to. I mean, they're not going to go like win two games or three games. They're going to be better than that, but they're not going to come in and crush it either. Well, I was. If you listen to our preview, which we dropped, I don't know, probably in early July. Yeah, I was on the over with JMU, but they keep getting plucked apart, and I think. Now that I've thought about it, when they're replacing that many players, um, I, I changed my opinion to the under. I mean, I was right on the over. Like I was like, ah, I could see them winning seven. The win total six and a half. They're only playing eleven games. You look at their road schedule at App, at Arkansas State, at Georgia Southern. Well, I think they can win those two. Uh, at ODU, I even think is winnable. Um, I still just think I gotta go the under now because of of. Yeah, I, don't know. I think just, they're they're only sure win is Norfolk State. Other than that, yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think they can be. I think they're going to beat Texas State and Bridgeforth. I don't think Texas State wants that run. Like like I get it. Texas State's pass uh, offense should be better, but I think JMU's physicality is w- ahead of of Texas State. And I think coming to, right. to I, I I Middle Tennessee might be able to beat JMU. I would be a little bit surprised if Texas State did. I don't know. What do you what do you make of that assessment? Um, I think that's a fair assessment, um, but yeah, I still like the under a lot with JMU. Uh, even when App uh, transitioned, I think they had a year or two where they were like around 500 or something. You know, uh, can you pull it up real quick? Is that easy? That might be what, kind pull, of tough pull, to pull up, up. Pull up what? App's transition to FBS. Their first year, they actually struggled. They were, I think, four and uh, I believe that they were four and eight in year one. That's kind of what I think JMU is going to be. Maybe um, four, maybe five wins. Oh wait, were they four and eight? Or they might have been seven and five. Hang on, let me look up. Uh, but yeah, I mean, talk to me. Could, could Old Dominion between well, yeah, Old let Dominion? Me go back to old, let me go back to Old Dominion real quick because I'm excited to watch this offense. Uh, I think Hayden Wolf is is he's kind of an emerging star at quarterback. I think he's probably going to win the job. They have four or five offensive linemen returning. They have a uh, 1100 yard rusher in Blake Watson returning and a 1000 yard receiver in Ollie Jennings returning. Granted that was conference USA play, which is maybe a little bit different, but uh, name me another team in the Sun Belt that has that kind of offensive production returning. It's a good did, point. Did I mentioned four or five offensive linemen as well. It's a very good point. I still wonder that transition though, from the CUSA to the Sun Belt. Uh, I think you're going to have to be uh, your defense. You you might have been decent defensively in the CUSA. I think, man, getting that ground and pound going. But hey, I'm actually wrong about this. When they first jumped up to the FBS, App State went seven and five. 
They haven't had a losing season since they joined the FBS. Seven and five, eleven and two, ten and three, nine and four, eleven and two, thirteen and one, nine and three, ten and four. Talk about they're like Boise of the East. Um, that makes me think. I mean, that may. I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be tough. But uh, I, I rode the under actually on every team in the Sun Belt East, other than Coastal and App. I, I mm. think I think there's going to be some carnage there. So see, I think the carnage may be more so on the Western side. Um, but so also Georgia Southern, I think we're both uh, squarely on the under there and feel pretty good about it. That's actually probably one of my favorite plays on the board here. I think my favorite plays team, team total app. wise in the East is app over and uh, Georgia Southern under definitely. I think James Madison under two, six and a half. I feel pretty good about that as well. I I would say like my, my actually I like app and coastal to hit the over. I feel good about that. And then my third play would be Georgia Southern under four and a half. So let's hop over to the West and talk. I got to read one more ad to get us paid folks. I want to tell you that the college football experience uh, is brought to you by IP vanish. Yes. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well be giving away all your private data to hackers advertisers, your ISP and other private guys. That's why here at SGPN studios, we use IP vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting a hundred percent of your data. That means your private details, your emails, your passwords, your communication, your browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. So go to IP slash SGP and use that promo code SGP and claim 70% off your savings. That's IP V a N I S H.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by sling. It's college football season, which means the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month is right here in your hands. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN three, sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream on any device, record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. You can pause and change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers. Sling the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Try us today. All right, we are back talking Sunbelt West. So we got App State in the championship game. Nick does, I do. Patty C does not. He has Coastal Carolina in the Sunbelt championship. And before we jump over to the West, uh, new to the chat, Jeff M. I, maybe he went to JMU. Who knows? But he's saying that JMU, the Dukes, are going to be competitive. You heard it here first. I do. I do think they're going to be competitive. I, I really. I mean, th- another thing is, I think that fam. I think it's going to be a tough place to go into and win. I think that place yeah. is going to get lit. I think it's going to be cold for a lot of those Sun Belt teams. It's in the middle of nowhere. Um, uh, hopping over to the West, the odds on favorite Louisiana minus one twenty five, Troy plus three sixty, South Alabama plus five fifty, Southern Miss plus nine hundred, Arkansas State plus fifteen hundred, Texas State plus eighteen hundred, ULM plus forty five hundred. Um, what are we doing here, man? I think, I think I, to, I really wanted to take somebody other than Louisiana. Me too, but I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a play here for us. I think we should bet. See, I like the over on Louisiana at eight and a half wins, but I think we should bet South Alabama plus five fifty to win the West. Mm. You, I, I don't know, man. I, I like either maybe Troy or Southern Miss. Actually, really, uh, I mean, chances are, like, I look, I still pick Louisiana to win it, but at, at minus one twenty five, oh, that's to win the whole Sun Belt, right? So yeah. plus, yeah. 
I don't think, I don't know, man. I, I don't think that bet is there because I'm not as high on Louisiana as you look. I know they've been recruiting the best in the conference of late, but there's a, a new coach. There's a new quarterback. The offensive line only has 25 total career starts among the five of them. Just six starters returning on offense, five on defense, just a ton of question marks. If you're thinking of betting them at minus 125. I think here's a case where, you know, regardless of who you're, maybe you're high on Troy or South Alabama or Southern Miss, maybe you take a stab at them to win the West. Dude, I came in thinking that I, I was not going to be high on, on Louisiana this year. It's just the, the schedule's schedule. easy. The it's, schedule's the, easy. it's the, they, they draw from the other side of the conference. They draw Georgia Southern who we think is going to be terrible. Correct. Yep. Right. And they draw yep. at Marshall, but even with the Marshall game, which I kind of think they might lose that Marshall game, but at least they get a bye week before it to focus. And then you look at their road schedule. The fact that th- these are their road games in the Sun Belt, at ULM at Marshall, but a bye week before, like I said, let's consider that. Let's say they lose that game, but I still love the yeah. fact they have a bye week before it, right? At ULM at Southern miss at Texas state. That's incredible. That that's a great schedule. That is a great schedule. Um, and then they're home. They host Arkansas state, Troy, Georgia, Southern and South Alabama. I'm it's just a good schedule. It's a now really good at, schedule at a conference, Southeastern Louisiana, Eastern Michigan rice, and then at Florida state and that, and they, know, where they get Florida state, it might be genius because Norvell yeah. might be fired by then. Right. I know when we did the uh, preview, you know, we discussed that. So the, the schedule is easy. I went back and forth on the over under. Like I understand why everybody is going over. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and go under. Cause I think they do. I think a lot of this Sunbelt West, they're going to be better than last year, whether it's ULM or hell, even Arkansas state, maybe, or, um, South Alabama, Troy, you name it. I think, and, and I think uh, Southern Miss is going to be pretty good too. So I think they might drop a couple of those games. I mean, hell look at Louisiana last year. They just barely got by a lot of teams. A few of those. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let yeah. me pull it up real quick. Um, they beat Georgia state by four. Uh, they beat ULM by five. They beat South Alabama by two Georgia Southern by eight Nichols by three. Yeah. So, um, I'm just not sold on the coach because I don't know much about him. So I'm going to go under here. I'm going to take the over, but I'll say this and shout out to Jeff M in the chat. He goes nowhere. I didn't go to, I didn't go to JMU. I went to Holy cross. Shout out to Holy cross football, Matt Saluka, their quarterback saying maybe he's just an FCS guy then. Yeah. uh, Holy cross. They beat UConn. They smacked them last year. They're a good football program. I like the crusaders. Um, uh, You know, I'm telling you, I like this South Alabama angle. Hear me out on this. South Alabama. That you look back at a season ago it was Kane Womack's first year, right? So year one coach. They had their struggles, right? They they could not uh, win a close game. They were five and seven. They lost by two to Louisiana. They lost in four overtimes at Texas State. They lost uh, by ten at ULM. They lost by seven to Troy. They did get their ass whooped by App State. And uh, they lost in overtime to Coastal Carolina. They l- pull up the schedule this year. I I can make a case with Louisiana losing that much production. I and know they, they they do have sixteen total returning starters, eight on offense, eight on defense. I I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably the most in uh, the West at least. Question I, at quarterback. I mean, 
Short Trotter's back or the guy you mentioned, uh, the Toledo transfer Carter Bradley. Yeah. I, I like that. They have depth. Um, and, and look, I get it. Let's say they, I mean, if they could pull the upset to Louisiana on October 1st, that'd be fantastic. But I do like the fact there are other road games. Okay. The Louisiana one's tough at Arkansas state. I don't think that's tough at Georgia Southern. I don't think that's that tough at Southern miss a little bit. I think the fact that they draw ODU and Georgia Southern from that yeah. side of it, I'm telling you it's huge. place a bet on South Alabama plus five fifty to win the West. I think it's a decent I, I think that's the angle you should use. Well, for example, like I think I like Troy probably better, but they draw at app and Marshall from the East. Yeah. You know, that's it's huge. You know, that that's probably a two game difference right there. Uh so you're making some sense. Uh, I mean, uh, or you know, I, I like Southern Miss so I think Southern Miss could sneak up on some people. I don't know if they're quite ready to win the whole West, but if you look at Southern Miss's schedule, uh, first off, can it get healthy? But they they draw Georgia State and at Coastal Carolina from the East. But so uh, it, it, very but tough. Yeah, it's a three they have a three game stretch of Louisiana, Georgia State, and Coastal Carolina. And then home, but they, they do get South Alabama at home. Yeah, then that's right after that stretch. Um, so schedule wise and returning production wise, you're starting to make a lot of sense with the the Jaguars. That's what I'm saying. Load up on it. Plus five fifty. I'm on the over there. So I went over on all four of the in what I believe it, the pecking order will be. Um, I went over on Louisiana at eight and a half. I went over on Troy at six and a half. I think they're going to go seven and five. And I think South Alabama will be bowling. And I like their value at plus five fifty to win the West. I also went over on Southern miss at five. I went under on Arkansas state. I went under on Texas state and I went over on ULM. Why is ULM getting completely disrespected? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, you know, they return eight starters on offense. They, now, they started they, they, a freshman quarterback last year too. So it's like, he's going to yeah. be better. And it was year one with that head coach. Uh, the defense is a little iffy, but two and a half. Come on, man. That's, that's easy. Uh, I think the, the middle of this division is just going to beat each other up and it's going to be tough to uh, handicap these games from week to week. Uh, maybe you might want to lean with a lot of home teams, uh, but the West is The West is wild. It's wide open. So unfortunately we have the same so I had the same Mac championship as you. We have the same Sunbelt championship, App State, Louisiana. But Patty C has Coastal Carolina and Louisiana. We kind of punted on this. We went chalk on this. But at the end of the day, like I, I didn't know who was going to knock off Louisiana with that easy schedule. Yeah, I agree. And uh, I got App winning it. Patty C has Coastal. Nick has App as well. I can't wait for this season to start. I really cannot wait to watch this conference this year more than I've ever wanted to watch the Sunbelt ever before. I, I think they got something, you know, brew in there. That's great for college football. Uh, anything else you want to key out on the Sunbelt there and see Nick? Uh, well, let's just do a quick um, favorite uh, win total plays in the West. Uh, and honestly, I don't know if I'm going to bet a whole lot in the West. <laughs> I think maybe ULM actually, you know what? Arkansas state under five ULM over two and a half, I think are my favorite two plays team total wise. My favorite is South Alabama over five and a half. My second favorite. I think I got to go Louisiana over eight and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I they've, they've been there. That makes some sense too. Jeff M not, you know, UNC 
they go on the road back to back to app and then to at Georgia state. So uh, as much as I you know, love to hate on UNC, yes, you have to give them a lot of respect for going on the road to two Sunbelt schools. Did they have a power five? I mean, I, to go on the road to a mid-major kudos. All right. Cause yeah. no one, none of the most of the power five uh, with the exception of like, I feel like the PAC 12 does a decent job of doing it. Um, uh, hence like Colorado's at air force, Arizona's at San Diego state, Oregon state's at Fresno. Um, but uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, especially if they had a power five too. I mean, uh, but oh, two yeah, in one year, it's actually called Notre Dame. That damn, that's an <laughs> insane schedule. That's a all fucking three, insane schedule. Those all three of those games are in a row. So they, they have the week zero game. Uh, and then uh, well, actually, no, they get a bye before Notre Dame, excuse me. Still, uh, but it's yeah. going, you got to play Notre Dame. Uh, who's a top 10 team. And then two, two uh, bold blue bloods or I mean, app States, a blue blood at this point in the fucking group of five, you got to go play them on the road. Yeah. Shout out to what Mac Brown's drinking over there. Um, <laughs> all right, folks. So what? Yeah. But I, and my third favorite play, by the way, would be ULM on the over probably at two and a half. So app state wins. NC Nick says app state wins. I say app state wins the Sun Belt. He's got the app hat on. So folks, uh, Hopefully, uh, I think I've, I have a much better grasp. I think on the Sun Belt than I do the Mac. Like the Mac, when all three of us had the same teams, I was like, "We're fucked." Nobody this is not has. Gonna a, happen. Nobody yeah. has a grasp on the wacky Mac. So I can't wait for the season, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. Remember, we're on YouTube. Subscribe over there, YouTube.com/slash The College Experience. Uh, and uh, please give us a five star review. We had someone leave us a one star review today. How about that, huh? getting some hate. That means you're doing something right in life folks, but we'd appreciate it if you gave us a five-star review, said some nice things about us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Uh, the college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and Patty C you couldn't make it today. He's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, give him a follow, follow away on all these. And uh, yeah, uh, check out the sports gambling podcast. They're doing all these NFL futures, 32 different ones. Check out all that fun. And uh, yeah, folks, uh, I can't wait for the season. And we got more previews coming soon. We got what? CUSA and uh, an AAC around the corner. We got the Big Ten and the SEC around the corner. And don't forget, all 131 college football teams hop in the Discord. The college football channel is going insane in the Discord. Sportsgalingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, folks, this is the college football experience, Mac and Sunbelt style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.